How many of you have heard of the butterfly effect? I'm just curious if you can raise your hands. I would say like 10-15% of the audience has raised its hands. The butterfly effect uh, is actually something to do with mathematics. It's a part of, believe it or not, chaos theory. And what it, what it tells us is that small causes can have large effects. And the butterfly effect was first propounded back in the 1960s. And the story is actually pretty interesting. When computers were first introduced to attempt to predict weather changes based on initial data conditions, one of the programmers who was testing out um, a, 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 a model forgot to add a 0 .0001 value to one of the initial inputs about whether it was a barometer pressure or something. He made a mistake at the fifth digit level and he allowed the computer to churn out predictions for the next few weeks. Then when he realized his error, he went back and he put in the right numbers and he did the same calculations. And he was shocked to see the difference at a fifth degree decimal was so markedly different that he said this couldn't be possible. There must be something wrong. So he went back and he did both of the experiments and he realized that no, there is nothing wrong. In fact, if you begin with a change of literally 0 0.0001, then the impact over the next few weeks will be so different that you're going to come to two totally radically different scenarios. And it was then called the butterfly effect to be a little bit more melodramatic because they, they, they tried to say that if the tip of the wing of a butterfly in Peru, for example, moved, eventually over the course of the next few months, it might potentially cause a tidal wave in Malaysia. If a moth flew in a certain direction, eventually a tornado would happen in Texas. Now, they're being a little bit exaggerated here because it's not that the butterfly's wing caused the tsunami, but put together with a million other factors, if the butterfly had turned left rather than right, in all likelihood the tsunami might not have happened. The point is, it's one of a lot of factors that sets into motion events that will eventually culminate very differently if those initial motions were not set into event. Why am I beginning an Islamic lecture with something of chaos theory and mathematics? Well, because we as Muslims, we actually have no problems affirming this concept as long as we add the caveat that with the permission of Allah, these changes can occur. And the notion of the butterfly effect, the concept of it, is actually something that gives us hope in this very chaotic world. It gives us meaning, it empowers us, and it makes us feel that, you know what? I can, insha'Allah ta'ala, cause a change whose impact is going to be far greater than even what I myself can see. The smallest good deed, the smallest change that I have in myself can bring about the most amazing and profound effects. Maybe even in world history, maybe even the course of history might change. And you know, if you study the seerah of the Prophet if you study the biographies of the earlier prophets, if you study the stories of the Sahaba, you come across these mini butterfly effects throughout the entire series. And what that does 
is that it makes you feel, you know what, maybe insha'Allah ta'ala, I'd better stop worrying about the consequences and start worrying about what I'm doing. Let Allah decide where my actions are going to go. Let Allah see the fruits of those actions. My job is to cause these mini butterfly effects everywhere that I go. And there are so many beautiful stories that I can share with you from the seerah, from the time of the prophets, from uh, the, the stories of the sahaba. I'll just mention two or three to give you some examples here. The point, of course, of this whole lecture is very simple. Never, ever trivialize any good that you can do. Never ever concern yourself with the impact of a good deed because one good deed could literally change the course of history. I'll give you, as I said, two or three examples. One of the simplest examples is the story of Musa, Moses and Fir'aun, Pharaoh. The story of Musa and Fir'aun. If you remember the story, Musa was being raised in the palace of the Pharaoh and eventually when he um, you know, punched the uh, Egyptian and the, 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 the viziers turned against him, Pharaoh turned against him, so Musa flees for his life. Musa flees for his life, he runs away from Egypt and he has no food, no money, just the clothes on his back and he flees to the valley of Midian, the valley of Madian in the Quran. And he himself is a refugee. He himself doesn't even know where he's going to go. And imagine the fear, the panic, the uncertainty that Musa has. When he gets to the valley, as the Quran tells us, he sees a well that was surrounded by shepherds jostling, shoving with one another, trying to feed their flock. And as the Quran tells us, there were two ladies with their flock away from the crowd. So he goes to them and he says, Ma khatbukuma, what is the matter with you? Qalata, they said, we cannot feed our sheep until the rest of these men leave. And by that time, there's hardly going to be any water left. And don't blame us. We don't have any money to hire a servant and our father is very elderly. Musa, as we know, volunteered to help them out. Here is where one of those micro butterfly effects is taking place. Musa himself is a refugee. Musa himself has no money to give them. He can't donate anything for them. But he donates the one thing that he does have and that is the sweat of his brow. He's physically strong. So he volunteers to take the flock and he gives the sheep water. He hands the sheep back to the ladies and then like the Quran says, he walks away from them. No need to chit-chat, no need to do anything more. Keep it dignified and decent. He walks away from them and he sits under a tree. And he makes that beautiful Quranic dua that I hope all of you memorize and make regularly. Qala Rabbi, inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqir. He said, Oh my Lord, I am a beggar to any good that you can give me. I'm a faqir, I'm a beggar. Any good you can give me, I would love it. What happens? Musa السلام, did one act of charity. This is the butterfly effect. He fed goats and sheep. That's the good deed he did. Or you can say he helped out two ladies that needed to be helped. But how was the help to feed goats and sheep? What was the impact of that good deed? What happened? Subhanallah. Within a few hours, one of them comes back. She's embarrassed. She's shy. And she says, my father is inviting you. 
He wants to thank you for what you have done. So they go to the house of the father and overnight, subhanAllah, overnight, Musa has a career. He gets a salary. He gets a place to live. He gets a, a house. And on top of that, he gets a wife as well, mashallah, tabarakallah. Single brothers, if you want to get married, start feeding water to the people outside. This is the effect of a good deed. Do you think Musa understood any of this when he volunteered to help these ladies out? He didn't even know where he's going to go tomorrow. But when he was generous, Allah was generous to him. When he did a good deed, the butterfly effect comes into to effect here. And he has no idea the consequences of his actions, what's going to happen. But subhanAllah, everything opens up.